Hello, my name is Rob Camberlin, and I'm the Service Sales Manager for the Unified Workflow Services Division of Kodak. And my name is uh, Carlos Muñiz, and I am the Channel Sales Manager for Kodak's Unified Workflow Solutions. And welcome to the Printergy Tech Talk series. The purpose of the Printergy Tech Talk series is to provide our customers who are under service contract with information that'll help maximize their investment in the Printergy Workflow platform. Our first guest today is Chris Galen. Chris is the Customer Engagement Center and manages our Unified Workflow team up in the Engagement Center. Welcome, Chris. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Carlos. It's uh, good to be here. Excellent, Chris. So tell us a little bit about your professional background as, as it relates to Kodak and, and also some of the, your duties, your daily duties and responsibilities as, as a managing the UWS team in the Customer Engagement Center. Sure. Uh, so I've been with the company uh, for roughly 17 years. Um, I've spent most of that time in the Technical Response Center or our Customer Engagement Center. Um, I've been worked. I've worked on several different teams in the Response Center, um, and I've been in the leadership role that I am now for, I think, about 12 years. Uh, so I've worked with uh, extensively with the UWS products uh, and with the teams and the production teams with them. My day-to-day -day is it kind of changes. Uh, it's it's very much like a print environment in the aspect that it's you never really know what's going to happen until you walk in the office in the morning. Uh, so very reactive here. Uh, my main role, other than working with my team and making sure that they have all the tools that they need to resolve any of our customers' issues, uh, is dealing with the, the more critical problems that arise. Um, so I work hand-in-hand -hand with a lot of our customers when they're either through um, if they're going through a lengthy upgrade of some of our software, uh, coordinating uh, visits with them, um, dealing with escalations if they're running into a situation that they've never seen before. Uh, often I'm, in, I'm engaged uh, more as uh, an escalation manager to kind of make sure that the flow of information is going both from Kodak to the customer and the customer to Kodak. Uh, so that's really my, my primary role here. No, excellent, Chris. And, and so tell us tell us a little bit more about how is the for the um, with the response center, how is it structured, uh, organized, and, and what is the best way for customers to actually engage the response center? Uh, good question. So uh, the response center is roughly 60 people. It, it fluctuates a little bit uh, depending on what we're currently working on, but about 60 people uh, that engage in different forms of support, uh, different layers of support, uh, and different specialties. So we have people here that work on exclusively on color issues or workflow issues, uh, a lot of our uh, production planning like preps and Pandora. Uh, obviously, Insight and Printergy holistically, um, both on the system side, like when you're dealing with Oracle or OS issues, um, and then as well as the actual you know, working on the programs themselves. Uh, so the response center is structured as basically in a series of tiers. Um, we have our main tier that is basically answering the phone. Uh, they take in all the information from the customer. If the customer calls us to log a call to give us more information, uh, they'll validate the customer's uh, entitlement in our system, uh, what level of energy they're working on or level of software, uh, get a rough understanding of what the problem is and which team should be engaged to help them. And then the call is then queued uh, into, a, into a queue. We're, we're pretty much like um, an emergency room in a hospital. Uh, so we deal with triage. We look at their queue, basically goes through, uh, sets the parameters of the call, what's happening with it, how urgent it is if the customer is, you know, 
for lack of better terms, bleeding profusely, we take those calls first and try and get everything under control with them, understand what the problem is and what we can do to, to get them back up and running. Um, beyond that, then we go into our different levels of, of uh, engagement in different parts of our team. So there's a lot of uh, collaboration in between our teams. Uh, we often will deal with really complex issues that are neither uh, entirely a Kodak issue or a customer-facing issue, so we'll work in depth with our customers to determine what the actual cause of the problem that they're running into, whether it's something that's environmental at the customer's uh, system, or it's something environmental to their network, um, or it's our software itself. Um, so depending on what the nature of the problem is, we'll, we'll use different strategies to try and work on it collaboratively with the customer. That's great. Uh, to yeah, sorry, to engage the response center, uh, customers really have two paths. Uh, they can call us on our 1-800 number and let us know what's going on. Um, a lot of our customers, particularly when they're dealing with workflow-related issues, uh, where they're doing like in-depth uh, process plans or they're using RBA extensively, uh, they'll log the call through Partner Place. Uh, there's a web portal that they can actually log into and register the call in their own words. So they can describe the issue that they're having, they can attach um, screenshots to the case, they can set down parameters of how they, when they want us to call them or email them, um, set the parameters of whether or not to connect to their system remotely. Uh, they, they have all that ability there. They can also then get updates as we're working on the cases uh, if they're really busy, um, as my, many of our customers are, they'll get email notifications on what's happening with that case. Um, they'll get status updates, things like that. They can also log back into the portal and look at our, our case notes. Everything that we enter in that's customer facing, the customer can see, they, they can actually see what we're working on, what we're doing uh, on the individual cases that they've logged. Wow, sounds like a finely tuned machine up there. What, are some, <laughs> what are some of the most common problems or questions that you get from customers, you know, uh, you know maybe even specifically to 2017? Uh, the one that kind of resounds, it's, 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 it shouldn't be surprising to anyone, is uh, upgrades. Um, whether that pertains to their upgrading their Kodak software or uh, they're wanting to upgrade the OS the software is running on or their physical hardware or virtualized system, uh, upgrades are our, our main question that we get. And then followed closely by uh, the backup's not working, the Prenergy backup isn't working, or they've noticed that they've got a Prenergy backup failure. Uh, performance issues, uh, normally it's it's something along the lines of like they're experiencing a slowdown with all their processes um, or their slow workshops being slow connecting to the server uh, or slow performance on the Mac or PC that workshop is running on. Um, the other one is kind of a little bit more uh, application specific, but we see a lot of issues um, usually after an upgrade or whether it's a, um, a hardware upgrade or a software upgrade, uh, but perhaps often we'll encounter launching problems. Uh, it's usually a host file or permissions uh, issue that they encounter. Uh, so those are the, the more common things that we, we run into. No, well, well, well done, Chris. And then question would be is then based on those issues that you're, that you're, that the customer response center receives, and, and acts upon, what are some of the like uh, fixes or proposed proactive actions that are recommended when it comes to upgrades or, or backup not working or perform, performance issues, for example? Yeah, absolutely. So um, for the upgrades, uh, 
most of the general questions, um, it, again, not to sound like a broken record, but it's it's on Partner Place. Uh, if you do a search for it, um, you'll often you'll get the information that you're looking for. It's usually the it's usually the in-depth questions that'll come to us. So the customer's like, yeah, I'm going to upgrade, and I have you know this type of workflow, or I'm, I'm dealing with this type of server configuration. What do I do in those cases? Um, but for upgrades, yeah, Partner Place is the best place to go to first. You can you know go there at your leisure. You don't have to do it during the workday, um, and and have a look at what the release notes say about this new version of Printergy. What the requirements are. What are some of the things that you have to look for. Uh, it's a really good resource. Uh, the backup not working. The the frightening part of that a lot of times the backup is set up once um, and no one ever checks it. Uh, meaning uh, not so much Kodak. We will check it when we we're connected into the site if we're working on on your server or something like that. We'll often go in and look and see, make sure everything's that's running okay. Um, but some of our customers don't call us for you know say a month at a time because everything's working fine. They are they have no questions. Um, Often the backup, if it's not checked on a regular basis and there's been any sort of change in the customer's environment, the prepress managers often aren't even aware that like there was a domain change or an IP change or credentials on the server were changed. Uh, this will cause our Printergy backup to fail. Um, and that's pretty critical. So the best thing is, is just monitor that backup, make sure that it's running. Um, and if it's not, or you notice there's an error, is to contact us and say, hey, you know, this is this is not working. I need you to have a look at it. Um, performance issues. Um, again, it's a fairly wide subject. Um, probably be good to go into this um, kind of in depth at a future time. But keeping the system up to date. Uh, if you're running a Dell server, um, not quite as critical with the with the uh, virtualized systems, but a Dell server. There is some stuff there that really needs to be to, to be kept up to date, um, particularly your Windows updates. There's a lot of fixes that Microsoft releases um, that we don't monitor. We don't push those updates to the servers. Uh, it comes directly from Microsoft. And often our customers don't have the time or don't set up a time to run those updates and have them installed on the servers. So often we'll get an issue where the customer is experiencing a problem, and it turns out that it's not really related to the Kodak software. It's actually the OS that's running on the server or in the virtual server, and it's due to um, updates not being applied. And especially in these times, um, security updates are really a big concern for a lot of people. Uh, this does have a direct impact on performance of the server. I think that covers everything on that question. You had mentioned yeah, it's a it's a fairly big one to get into, but uh, it's it, a really good question. We'll we'll have to get you uh, for another call. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned updates to help prevent things uh, from, you know, future problems. Are there anything else that you can mention to customers, like maybe running your equipment on a UPS, running certain malware, or getting additional training that might help prevent future problems or, or, or concerns? Yeah, th there's there's several steps there that you can take. Um, the one, a couple of the things that you can do uh, that really helps a lot, and you'll hear this anytime that uh, customers call us if you've worked with us. Um, we're always going to ask you when was the last time that uh, the server was rebooted. Uh, we go, we'll go in and check it as well, but that's a that's a big step. It it, it sounds really basic, um, but a lot of the issues again they're not really Kodak software related issues. They're OS or environmental issues, and a reboot will refresh a lot of those issues. May not solve everything, but it's a really good uh, starting point. 
Um, so often we're going to ask, like, has the server re been rebooted recently? When, you know, what's the uptime on it? So what we recommend to a lot of our customers is that they set up a time to schedule a, an automatic reboot. So maybe it's 3 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday when their production is at its lowest. Uh, and you set that up every two weeks or a week, depending on your workload, and have the server just go in and do a reboot and, and come back up. Um, along with that, again, kind of along the lines of the security issues, uh, having a valid um, and recommended antivirus, so McAfee or, or uh, Symatec is the, is the two antiviruses that we recommend people have installed, um, keeping those up to date. Uh, we've had several virus infections over the years that uh, the virus definition files were, were years out of date. Uh, and customers were impacted by that by, you know, contracting a virus or, or um, ransomware. Uh, so keeping your antivirus up to date, um, making sure that your Windows updates are, are applied is, are things that are, are really critical that we, we do on every server that we get involved in. We recommend that people go in and, and update those changes. Um, Excellent. Anything else, Chris, that you have that you wanted to uh, recommend for, for the most common problems that, that our customers face? Yeah, there's a couple things. Like if you're contacting the response center and you're you're contacting us on a, on a performance-related issue, um, we're going to ask the kind of same kind of questions that anytime we encounter issues like that is, you know, has anything changed in your environment? So kind of being ready for those questions or will speed up the troubleshooting process. If you tell us right out of the gate that, hey, um, you know, we went in, we've installed a new network switch or we've installed a new antivirus system or... Um, you know, we've changed our domain or IP addresses. If we know that coming into the problem, we're going to look at that first and make sure that everything is set up correctly and that there's not a problem there, and then move on to the next steps. Uh, if we don't know that information and we don't actually receive it till like, you know, step five, that might include, like, additional hour that we've been working on issues when, when it was something, you know, fairly straightforward. Um, so giving us the information that you know of that's happened is really crucial. Outstanding. Chris, I, I want to thank you so much for sharing with our Pinergy customers your knowledge and expertise in managing the UWS team for the, for the Codex Response Center. Uh, this concludes our Pinergy Tech Talk session for today. If you have any additional questions or comments with, regarding the Codex Response Center, feel, please feel free to send us an email to Talk at codex.com.